turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I hope. hope that's not too much pressure on you as far as... uh where the market's going, why the market's doing what it's doing. So not a lot of stories, not a lot of headline-grabbing things right now. A lot going on. I think one of the more telling was uh, it's coming out of the White House that Trump believes that his path to re-election is going to happen through the stock market. So that could be a good thing if you're a long-term patient investor. Could be. It's out there. That's kind of like the story that we're kind of dealing with today. Um, Some other big stories of note. Kroger's $3 billion splurge has hit its profit outlook. Um, Kroger's kind of interesting because they're one of those companies that should be kind of boring. Uh, on the East Coast, Kroger's are kind of like everywhere. They're uh, grocery stores, right? Grocer spent billions of dollars in modernizing its stores, trying to compete better with Walmart and Amazon. And its shares fall because they're trying to com- they're spending money, hopefully to make money. Um trying to improve online sales, trying to improve doorstep delivery, trying to get with the times. Um, Kroger also has some gas stations, and they plan to invest more in that that area, trying to get you, hey, come fill up the tank, get some groceries, and get some uh, ho-hos. Remember Hostess? Hostess uh, products, I guess is the right way of calling them, were so delicious. The honey buns are so delicious as a kid. And then as an adult, you taste it, and you're like, it's just all sugar. So that's one of those capital expenditures, CapEx. That's one of those things you have to listen for on a conference call. GE yesterday said they're burning a lot of cash. GE today says the reserves are enough. Oh, I hate when, when stocks become dramatic. Um, I've been known to walk away from relationships when they become too dramatic. I say save the drama for Lorenzo Lama. Uh, I love Lorenzo Lama. I, I think he needs to be in every lawyer and, and cop show based in L.A. Um, he's my guy. He's my go-to excuse. So I'm not big into drama. When GE one day is saying, on one hand, things we're burning through a lot of cash on that. I'm like, nope, nope, not gone. Not going to do it. Not gone. Hey, let's do a PG&E update, shall we? Here's a company that it's dramatic. It is very dramatic. And I, I really shouldn't laugh when I say things like, let's take a look at it. Because uh, it's kind of rude of me. But you saw the stock at one point in time go to $7 a share. $7.23. Now, keep in mind, just last October, it was at $46 in electric utility. $46 to $7. Now it's at $18, $19. And people believe it's got upside. People believe that they're going to be working their way out of um, wildfire problems. So it's too much drama for me. But a U.S. judge eased wildfire safety plans for PG&E. Uh, a judge overseeing the criminal case against Pacific Gas and Electric called the California Utilities efforts to prevent trees from hitting its power lines and starting wildfires dismal. 
but he scaled back his proposals to prevent its equipment from causing more blazes. So when your fate is in the hands of a judge, it's not good. Now, again, I'm not saying anything about PG&E. What I'm trying to say is, as an investor, it's too dramatic. And if you can cut drama from your life, and like you don't have to buy Apple correctly. You don't have to buy it at the right price and sell it at the right price. You can just buy a great company if you think it's a great company and hold it for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. So the judge previously considered ordering PG&E to reinspect its entire electric grid, remove or trim all trees that could fall on its power lines, and cut off power during certain wind conditions. That's kind of an interesting one. It seems like maybe cutting power off during certain wind And see, this shows you I know nothing about electricity. I know nothing about fires. I'm like, that sounds like a good... That could... I get it. But that, that's the problem with the judge thing, is that judges... They don't know the realities. I've seen uh, one of the ju- uh, one of the PG&E employees. I was watching one of those odd job shows. I do like odd job shows, you know, because it makes me feel like my job's pretty boring. Kills the drama in my job when I see other people. This one guy, he hangs from helicopters like on a wire in a basket, and he and he has a uh, a chainsaw in his hand, and he cuts branches like from a helicopter. I'm like, that's bad. Speaking of bad. Radio stations are now starting to ban uh, Michael Jackson songs because of the HBO documentary, which, again, I'm not getting into that one for a million dollars. It's just, it's not worth it for me. Um, it's just not worth it. Uh, Tesla unveiled a next-generation supercharger designed to add up to 75 miles of range in just five minutes. What? So Tesla, one of the things that I'm going to like about Tesla in history is maybe not that I invested in the company. I didn't. One of the things I'm going to like in the future is that I think they pushed modernization or innovation, and it's going to have a lasting effect. The new V3 unit can recharge vehicles at a maximum rate of 250 kilowatts. The V3 charger is designed with the Tesla Model 3 sedan in mind. Its newer battery composition can accommodate the newer charger right away, while Model S and Model X vehicles will remain limited to the 120 kilowatt charging. So that's kind of cool, right? Five minutes go 75 miles. We're starting to get there. When one of the biggest concerns on Tesla and electric vehicles was, what if I do a long trip? Are there going to be recharging stations? And they've done a nice job. The new V3 chargers can add up to 75 miles range to a Model 3 long range sedan in just five minutes and charge at rates of up to 1,000 miles per hour. 1,000 miles per hour. Now, that's a good press release, right? Just throwing it out there for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rob Black. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Rob Black. Um... Some of the other stories of note today, as far as headlines go, we're really focusing in on China at the end of the month. That should be a catalyst. Should be a catalyst. Sometimes the devil's in the details. The EPA is planning to curb biofuel credit market speculation. So the EPA is one of the ways that Donald Trump as a president is deregulating and making it easier for companies to do business and pollute our environment, but it is what it is. Um, cyclical sectors are underperforming today with growth concerns driving today's narrative. Cyclical sectors are experiencing continued profit-taking, having led the market off the December 24 low. You're seeing a strong dollar today. You're seeing some defensive posturing. People are buying utility stocks and real estate stocks, real estate investments, trusts. But uh, the big story today is the ECB, and they're, they're saying everything's moderating, even the moderation. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. I did. I did. It was okay, I think. Okay, um, 50-50 on whether I come in tomorrow. Um, I'm planning to head up to the mountains this weekend. And if my wife says we're leaving at 12, I probably won't come in. If my wife says we're leaving at 4, I'll probably come in. Talk to you soon. That Friday or Thursday? Um, that's Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh, my God. I will chat with you soon. Bye. <coughs> Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. You listen, I'll try to do the best I can to provide you some details on how to make things last a little bit longer and make things go a little bit further, so to speak. One of the areas I don't want to talk about is pet ownership. I have a dog. I had a dog. I once had a cat. Cats were easy um, and not as expensive as a dog. I'm not telling you don't buy dogs. I'm saying just be a little cautious. Know that they're they're expensive. So my dog's name zero one 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 zero zero one one. She cries zeros in the middle of the night. Uh, when you try to explain to people why the dog's name zero one 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 zero zero one one, they don't understand. But I can tell you a couple things that are worthy of no. Um, a cat costs about $2,200 in the first year. Got to sp- you know, spade, neuter, got to get all the shots and all that kind of stuff. And then after that, it costs about $1,800 every year after the first. And that's just food, vet visits, vaccinations, maybe toys, a scratching post. Dogs, pretty similar. About $2,400 in the first year. And about $1,960 every year after. And again, that covers a lot of the basics. But there's what are called hidden costs. There's the hidden cost of home ownership. There's hidden cost of pet ownership. There's hidden cost, right? A fractured pelvis by being hit by a car, $3,700 for an animal. Chemotherapy for cancer, $5,300. Surgery to remove something that the dog ate, $3,000. And I can tell you one thing, old 011 is going to eat a sock at some point in time, right? Surgery and medications for hip dysplasia, $7,800. Medical and blood test for diabetes, $10,400. Oh, no. Going on a trip, dog sitter is going to cost you at least $15 to $40 a day. A two-week trip, that's about $500. So it starts to limit your vacations. Grooming? Oh, puppy, you can go lick yourself. No, puppy has to get fluffed up, has to have a blowy, a blow dry. Um, so puppy then, you know, it, it gets expensive. It's interesting to note, pet insurance is pretty cheap, 20 to $70 per month for a dog, but that's if you can't trust yourself to save money. Insurance is never what you want it to be, um, unless you have a heart attack or cancer. It's never what you want it to be. The deductibles just don't feel right. They never execute the way you want them to. But again, I don't know if I have an answer for you on this one. There's nonprofit clinics. There's payment payment plans with vets. There's credit cards. There's personal loans. Uh, you know, my pup is great. Zero one 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 zero zero one one is like a family member, right? I know you're saying you shop. You probably should have had kids. I did, but. Not enough, apparently, because I wanted a female, (laughs) and I got a female dog, and she's my girl. I know you're saying you are seriously, you've dropped something, you've dropped a bowling ball on your head as a kid, right? Probably I did. So, home buying season is right around the corner. Dogs are expensive. That's what I wanted to throw out there. And again, you only work from age 20 to 60, and if you're spending $5,000 a year on getting your dog chemo, and you're not saving any money, you're going to work till the day you die, and your dog will be long dead. But again, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm, I, I have a heart. It's like that movie in, uh, oh, help me, uh, Vacation. Uh, National Lampoon is what I was trying to f- uh, figure out. And uh, Chevy Chase, you know, 
put the dog on the back of the bumper while he's getting gas or something, and clearly he forgets about it. They actually had an argument in the movie of making the movie of how do you address the dog being gone? Do you do it with a bloody collar because he got dragged behind the car? Or do you do it with an empty collar or or nothing? They They kind of went with nothing. They showed the, the empty collar, but they didn't really address it. America was not ready for a bloody collar. So anyway, we're back in the spring home buying shopping season, right? It feels like the bidding wars are past. Now, again, different markets can have different realities. Real estate brokers aren't declaring a buyer's market just yet. Demand has definitely cooled since last summer. And the upper hand sellers once enjoyed has largely disappeared. You've got escalating prices. You've got trending higher interest rates that last year were, were big push higher in interest rates. And that caused people to step aside. Step aside. Nationwide, 13% of offers had competing proposals in January, down from 53% a year before. Got it? Got it. Good. Some of the steepest drops occurred in markets that were once the hottest in the United States and San Francisco. The share of sales drawn multiple offers fell from 82% to 18%. So in San Francisco, I just gave you the national how much it dropped from 53% multiple offers last year to 13%. In San Francisco, from 82% last year to 18%. Um, in Seattle... Because we know Amazon and Jobs, easiest one to talk about. They've seen their share drop from 69% of multiple offers to 15%. So it's pretty nationwide. Bidding wars have plummeted, which is good. It's more, I'm not going to say relaxed, because that's kind of the wrong way of saying that. But it's a market where, it's more of a market where it's a better pricing. It's uh, Pricing is getting more efficient. I'm all about that. So th- those are the, the big stories of the day. Don't own a dog because they're expensive. Or own a dog, but know that they're expensive. Don't own a dog if you can't invest in your 401k. I know you're saying you're the meanest person on the planet. I know. And that's all I got for you. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Um, on top of that, the housing market's kind of cooled off a bit, um, which is something I'm positive about. We're seeing the Dow drop. It's a pretty big number. It's a four-day slide, which makes it an even bigger number. That's more of the story to me than anything else. Perhaps the funniest quote of the day uh, One of the Disney heirs is talking about CEO pay. And she said, quote, Jesus Christ himself isn't worth 500 times as median worker pay in companies. Abigail Disney, what a great last name, right? She basically said, uh, you know, the CEOs in the world are paid far too much. Interesting, right? 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 I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Um, I try not to be political. I know that it's something that people get really upset about. I saw family members just spit venom at each other about Republicans and Democrats, and it's it's something I don't want to get involved with. It's uh, it's not very becoming of friendships or family, so to speak. It, it's funny that we have a two-party system, and most of America is fine saying I'm either I'm one or the other. Because on so many other levels, we are such a diverse world of people. We're such a diverse economy. We're such uh, free thinkers. I could be making this up, but I think. Australia's got like 19 political parties. Now, that's obviously tougher to get a coalition and stuff going, but I kind of like the idea of maybe you're about education. Maybe you're about um, gay and lesbian rights. Maybe you're about racial issues. Why not have different political parties reflecting that? I get it. So every now and then I have to talk about Donald Trump. And yesterday he did something that just kind of made me smile. Uh, He was at the American Workforce Policy Advisory Board in Washington. He mistakenly called Tim Cook 
who is the CEO of Apple, sitting right next to him, he calls him Tim Apple. <laughs> Whoopsie. Cook shouldn't feel too bad. Trump has a long record of botching names. He mispronounced Beyonce. He um, called the town of paradise, which burned down in California, pleasure. <laughs> and it's uh, he called Lockheed Martin CEO Marilyn Lockheed. It's actually Houston. So maybe he just can't figure out the last name and he just calls them their company name. I can't figure it out. But it made uh, news because, you know, anytime he crossed paths with Apple or, you know, what's Apple going to do? Are they going to build companies in the United States? Are they going to build factories or what are they going to do? Uh, President Donald Trump also mentioned yesterday, or he didn't mention, but it's, it's reports are starting to come out of the White House that he thinks his case for a second term is going to be the success of the stock market and the economy. So is he going to try to goose the stock market with something? Kind of is on a lot of levels. Rolling back regulations, creating a weaker FCC, a weaker SEC. CNBC, citing sources familiar with the thinking of the president, thinks that he has to accelerate the completion of the trade deal with China to try to get some catalyst going with markets. Trump has increasingly been aware of the negotiation progress between Beijing and Washington's help to extend a bullish stock market. So the Sino-American trade dispute, will he try to goose the markets for his reelection? And it, it appears that he's going to try. As an investor, what, what should that make you feel? You excited? Sure. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Trump's attorney is still testifying. I haven't really gotten, um, I haven't really gotten a sense on how upset the market's going to be if, you know, the poop hits the fan. I should say if the sock steps on the poop because... When you have a puppy, watch out where you step. Always wear socks. Um, I know. I know. But I don't know how it's going to play out. Michael Cohen, former lawyer for President Donald Trump, directed his attorney last spring to inquire about the possibility of a presidential pardon weeks after federal agents raided his properties. So what are we going to get? It is a mess. Thank you very much for your color commentary. What did you like Donald Trump do a color commentary on, like, the Super Bowl? Oh. You get Tony Romo, who's good at what he does, or you get... You'd get something interesting, to say the least. So is there anything to take away from um, Luke Perry's fatal stroke? Surprisingly, more Americans under 40 are having strokes. You wouldn't think that. And more Americans under the age of 40 are having heart attacks as well. Uh, I don't know. Days after Luke Perry's death at 52 from a stroke, a new study on heart attack rates has another grim reminder that the young are far from invincible. Heart attack rates are rising for adults under 40. The proportion of heart attack patients under 40 has been climbing 2% every year for the last 10 years. And that's moving in the wrong direction. Some of the patients were linked to using marijuana and cocaine, um, but they tended to drink less alcohol. So it's incredibly rare to see a heart attack patients under 40, but we're seeing a trend build up. Um, is it an investable trend yet? You know, you see things that Apple is trying to do with Apple Watch and trying to figure out if it could predict if you're going to have a heart attack based on monitoring your heart. I don't know. I can tell you a lot of people are looking at Luke Perry and going, um, this is upsetting. He was a good looking guy. Last year, a 44% increase in young adults hospitalized for stroke that we've seen in the last 10 year trend. So still nothing that we can put our fingers on. Um, there's a myth that it's a man's disease. In fact, 55,000 more women have a stroke compared to men each year. Older women who survive a stroke are often more likely to be living alone or to live in a long-term care facility after a stroke. My mother had a face, uh, had a stroke. She had two strokes. And I spent, I'm not going to say years, I probably spent 18 months taking her to physical therapy. You know, she didn't have the face drooping. She had a little bit of arm weakness. Um, does an arm drive downward? Things like that. There are things that you need to start looking at. Um, 
but I'll tell you, my mom never really recovered from her stroke. Um, she had to learn how to count money again. So that just sent the whole show to a grinding halt. How about a stock pick, Rob? Um, I like some companies that are considered slow growers. Um, I like to screen for five-year returns on equity greater than the S&P 500. I like to screen for a price-to-earnings growth ratio below the market average. I like to screen for profit margins and earnings per share stability that exceed the market average. It's not hard to have a computer spit out three or four screens and start taking a look at a list. When you start screening out or when you start screening in some of the consistencies that you like, you'll see names like Adobe. Great name. Long-term name. Oracle. Great long-term name. Um, Now, even though you're trying to even though you're trying to screen out potential stocks that have bottoms and weaknesses doesn't always work but i would own mastercard or synchrony financial or abvi or aflac aflac that reinsurance group that no one really quite knows what they do they sell a lot of additional insurances that your typical insurance doesn't cover so some of the names that i like that have hit my screens of a price to earnings growth ratio below the market average Returns on equity, ROE, greater than the S&P 500. Um, and I'm looking for five-year basis so that I could say, like, uh, it's played itself out. You're looking for profit margins and earnings per share stability. Profit margin stability, earnings per share stability. And again, I, probably one of the most consistent ones is MasterCard. And the only reason MasterCard is better than Visa is because Visa is more loved. I love you, Visa. Will you marry me? Did, you just ask, did he just ask me to marry him? I'll marry you, Visa. Dun, 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 dun. Little baby visas. Um, so American Express, Aflac, Abvi, Mastercard, Raleigh Automotive's on the list. And I've never been a car parts kind of guy, but there's a world of investments out there, right? And we all—not we all—oh boy, because the car apocalypse is coming. We don't all have cars anymore, but there's still cars on the road, and they still need to be kept up. And as they're becoming more expensive, they're also lasting longer. And as they're lasting longer, people are replacing the lights and uh, some of the the do-it-yourself stuff that they can on their own. So I just gave you a list of seven or eight stocks that I I screened and that I feel pretty good about. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. Um, Know that some of these companies have pretty interesting advantages. I like Union Pacific, for instance. Can't lie. HBO has finally released the official trailer for the eighth and final season of Game of Thrones. Something that came up in conversation yesterday while doing the show is... Disney's getting prepped for launching their streaming service, Disney Plus. They've got ESPN Plus. They're going with the plus angle, right? They're trying not to piss off people who have cable subscriptions or subscriptions, but they, 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 they're kind of moving in the direction of uh, streaming services like Netflix, right? So the question is, and Disney, it looks like it's going to be a price competitive. It's not going to be crazy. Like they're not going to try to outdo Netflix. They're going to try to underwhelm Netflix. You've seen Hulu drop their basic prices recently because they're trying to get you to lock in and use it for the next couple of years. How many of these streaming services do we need? I know Sony's got one. Um, YouTube TV, I use that one. We all have different preferences, right? Well, there's going to be a shakeout in 2020, 2021 after Disney launches. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Today is one of those days where bad news is kind of good news in my book. Even as the market pulls back, I'm not stressed. Do I look stressed? I'll let you know when I'm stressed. I'm not stressed. Um, Dow's pulling back for four days. 
Markets are cooling off. We're seeing some of the price wars of bidding on a home starting to cool down a bit. You're seeing the European Central Bank come out and say, we're cutting our growth forecast. They're starting another round of stimulus to help banks in the region. They warn of the threat of protectionism. Now, you kind of combine all this bad news, and it's good news, because of where I am, is it good news for a 20-year-old kid coming out of college? No, because things are weakening out there. Is it good news for a guy who's over 40, heading towards retirement, and the world is concerned about growth, so they're going to put pressure on politicians and bankers to come up with plans. Politicians can come up with, hey, let's go print money and fix all the roads, put people to work, grease the skid of commerce. Or the bankers could say, hey, let's lower interest rates. A bank might say that in large part because it uh, stimulates taking some risks. Risk drives economies. When banks are like, oh, things are so tough out there, no one gets a loan. There's no money being thrown around. So the bad news is good news. I know you're saying, what you say? Oh, I missed the facts of life. Little Gary Coleman's hand. What you talking about, Mr. Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Mr. Drummond. Mr. Drummond, Willis, and oh, the good old days of bad TV, right? So I still have the question of, do we care if a phone can fold? And I, I, my answer is, at this point in time, I'm not optimistic. But where I am optimistic is faster 5G wireless connections. And that should be the next push for cell phones and smartphones. From what we see, new device sales have started to decline because fewer people are buying their first smartphone. And on average, existing owners are buying new models less often. Uh, Do you remember the day when Apple would release product and they'd say, lines start Sunday night, sales go on Monday morning, and the people would line up for 24 and 48 hours to buy a phone. And Apple had this thing where they'd high-five you, come into the store, and they, they totally played into it. New phone would come out, and you'd be like, oh, no, I didn't get my phone. So now the, the order time on Apple's five weeks or six weeks. or Those days feel over. It just doesn't feel that sexy anymore. It doesn't feel that much of a demand. There's economic hiccups going on in China. That contributed to a dip in new smartphone shipments. So the question is, do we really want foldable phones? I, a couple years ago, I, I, the Apple X, or don't call me the 10, call me the X, or was it don't call me the X, call me 10? I'm not sure which one it is, but th- they had this big thing like, oh, augmented reality is the next big thing. Watch what we can do. We can put a monster. It'll look like when you're looking at your screen that there's a monster on your desk. And then uh, the obvious question, is there a monster on my desk? No. It's augmented reality with all these phones. And now, I've even seen that they're going to try to make a push into 3D pictures, being phone companies. No. No. I just don't think we need that. Anyway, um, yesterday I did some commentary on marijuana and the marijuana investments that are out there that, you know, there are 30 states approve marijuana for medical, dis- medical issues. And clearly there's going to be a push at some point in time to go Canadian and nationalize marijuana. Because we could tax it. Um, it, it's an, I guess you could say it's an illegal drug right now on the federal level. Um, people still get arrested for it, but it's tax money. So I got an email from someone who's like, um, I know you're not a big fan of multi-level affiliate marketing-based businesses, but with the legalization of THC-based products becoming a trend in an attractive industry, what do you think about this multi-level affiliate marketing company? No. Um, I, I, I would be very, very cautious. Anytime you have to refer friends and family, uh, it's just not me. And you'll see how people get ripped off 
in situations where, you know, I, I know people who did the Sully makeup and the, it's the same premise. You've got female friends. Why not, you know, say, hey, you'd look really good in this red lipstick. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the idea of I, my, my friends who did stuff like that. My sister did a little affiliate marking where I think she was doing clothes or something like that. And, you know, I probably helped her out once and was like, oh, sure, I'll buy a T-shirt or something from your landing page. Um, I would be very cautious. Um, depending on what you want to sell, there's going to be like the one that the guy sent me. Just taking a look at it. Uh, they're going to provide the product that you're going to sell. And I say, just pass. Um, the companies like the MedMen who are doing medical delivery, they're finding it very tough to make money. So be cautious. Um, I've given my opinion on the stocks and I'll, I'll stay there. So I'm not an affiliate multi-level kind of person in any way, shape or form. And I'd be very cautious on it. Uh, the fees to get in and then you have to buy product a lot of time. They win, win. Sometimes you lose, lose. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.